everybody. Come freely here with the Expressive Trinity. And we're back again. Back at it again with another episode. Today we not only have one guest, but we have two guests. Doubling up on those dips. Um, I'm here. Brian's here getting on my fucking nerves. Brian, say hello. Hello. Whatever. Um, and we have our special guest here. You want to introduce yourself? Want me to do it? Or? I mean, it don't matter to me. It's just your You set up like you was ready. You can do I, it. I can do I'm always down. Uh, this is your man, Marcus LeVar, comedian, uh, podcaster, MC, whatever you want to call me. How you doing? <laughs> I guess they're fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't need no answer. It's cool. It's rhetorical. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some SoundCloud comments. I don't know. So, you're a comedian. I am. How's that going? Uh... It's, I mean, it's fun. Uh, what do you mean, how it's going? How's the I food? see the sadness in your eyes. Is it really fun? No, no. Being a comedian is the best decision I ever... Like, actually pursuing that was the best decision I ever made. Um, Have you always been funny? That's up for debate, I guess. Um, no, but, like, <laughs> people will tell you, like, yo, you think we're no, funny yeah, and shit. That, like, that was always my role in all my circles. Like, I was the, the goofy kid. You know, we was just talking about how like having sex at a, a young age. I didn't do that because that was me. I was always the kid just for the laughs. And, and damn, <laughs> <laughs> nobody, yeah. nobody knew what I did. Oh man, it was just don't crazy. say nothing. Don't, don't say nothing. Don't. Are we leaving it. All right. Yes. That was just funny as hell. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say I always been funny. I used to make girls laugh. That was my thing. In order to so that's how you get to the pussy, huh? No, I didn't get no pussy back then. It was just—it wasn't getting the pussy. You was just getting laid. So it was your first time, like funny. <laughs> My first time having sex was it funny? Yeah. Uh, the moments leading up to it were, but no, the actual act of it wasn't funny. What happened? Elaborate. The moments leading up. Everybody first time is trash. Yeah, yeah, no, it was trash. Uh, so it's like, what is this inside me? I don't like it. I mean, I, without going into too much detail, it was just a lot of sneaking around, you know, living in your mom's house, mm-hmm. trying to make sure you do everything before she get home. <laughs> Shit like that. Putting yeah. stuff back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving stuff around just right so you know when when you when it's time for her to go, you can just put it right back mm-hmm. in that place, you know. Shit like that. It was just, yeah. It whispering was, real loud. Don't stop <laughs> We ain't do the whispering, but yeah. That, so what inspired you to get into comedy? Uh, like I said, I, I used to really make girls laugh back in the day. So one day when I was in sixth grade, I woke up and I was like, I want to be a comedian. And I said that to myself and I was like, right, that's what I'm going to start pursuing. But then I got on the bus and I told a joke and nobody laughed. So I was like, all right, I can't tell nobody that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell nobody I want to be a comedian because they ain't going to think I'm funny no more. So. Yeah, man, such a <laughs> hey, yeah. What's wrong with you? And back then, we didn't have Kevin. It wasn't too many big, big name comedians, as many big name comedians as we have today. Right. So back then, it was just, they were, who you think? You Chris Rock? You think you Eddie Murphy? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And that just, that just would have made me mad. So I, would, I just kind of kept it at bay until I got old enough to do it myself. Okay. So, how do you think the Philadelphia comedy scene is? Like, are you able to grow from it? Or do you think, you know, it might be too clicky? Um, I wouldn't say too clicky. It's really, Philly is a, a tough city, whether you're doing comedy or anything else. Um, it's like, it's so small here, though, compared to other cities like New York mm-hmm. or like a Boston or something like that. It's so small here, so the comedy scene... Everybody knows everybody. Right. Like I like when I moved back from New York. When I moved back here from New York, people kept asking me like, "You been doing comedy for how long? How come I never heard of you?" Like that's the that's the main question. Mm-hmm. How come how come I never heard of you? It's like they, you shouldn't know me by now if I've been doing it for this many years. Right. So I mean that's that's how long have you been doing it for? At this point, it's uh three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So it'll be four years in August. I, I remember when you started. You remember when I started? Mm-hmm. Oh. Cause what did you do? You was that shit, and you had mentioned it, and then the next year, like, you actually did it. You was on some stage. Was it the Laugh House? No. It I, was something. You told about how your mom had let one of your pets die. I think it was, like, a dog Okay, yeah. That was a year after I started, but that was, like, one of my first shows in New York. That was, like, maybe my second or third show. Yeah, because I, I hadn't seen you in some time. <laughs> Like, and I remember talking to your brother mm-hmm. about it. 
And he was saying, oh, yeah, that nigga doing all right. <laughs> yeah, that's how, my, that's how Aaron always do, man. He was like, like, how Mark is doing? Yeah, you doing. Because I, I, I stopped going to school, so he kind of don't fuck with that decision. You mm-hmm. know, he wanted me to finish doing school. I wanted to start pursuing my dream. Mm-hmm. So when he when people ask him like how I'm doing, he's like, yeah, you know Mark doing his thing, man. He's just like, mm-hmm. he don't never no, get, you can't. That's how it is. You know Mark doing But you got to look away when you stay. Yeah. <laughs> he always stay with the look away. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, like, how what is I, over there? that's how he do me, man. So He I mean, loves you nonetheless. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my brother, man. I love him to death. And I know he love me. Do you really say no? <laughs> Is that where this podcast is going? <laughs> no, we're, Phil we're not going to tap into familial issues. Let's talk about you and your brother. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. So, like, you know, earlier you was about to mention, like, you was about to do, like, the Freudian slip and say Kevin Hart about comedians coming from the city. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you tell people, like, oh, yeah, I'm a comedian from Philly, is that, like, their first jump? Outside of Philly, yeah. Yeah. So how do you come like how do you maneuver around that? I really don't I can't. And I, I learned that from uh I was talking to the guy who owns Gotham Comedy Club in New York. Yeah. I was talking to him one day and he was telling me because I, I was talking to him how some people compare me to Kevin Hart sometimes. When I do mm-hmm. comedy, he'd be like, You had the same mannerisms sometimes as him. And I'm like, I, I don't think I do that, but maybe it's because we both from Philly. Yeah. Or it, I don't know, maybe it's some kind of connection there. And I asked him, I'm like, how do I get away from that? And he was like, listen, it you just got to be yourself, end of the day. Right. It, people like uh, like Dave Chappelle, most people don't know, he gets his, well, this is his words. He said he gets his whole persona from another comedian, uh, Tony Woods, mm. who was hilarious. And I, I never even peeped that until he said that. And I'm like, damn. And actually, I just seen that new special. I don't know if y'all seen yeah, that new Dave Chappelle special. If you read the credits, Tony Woods is one of the producers on there. Mm. So it's like, yeah, now I'm seeing the connections. Like, damn, that's crazy. So it's like, I, you can't get away from some certain stuff. If you right. if you remind somebody of somebody else, that's their opinion. Keep it moving. Right. So where do you find, you know, like, your comedic aspirations? Just everyday life? Or, you know, do you listen to, like, a song? Like, I can definitely make this funny. Or, you know, like, some comedians, they have, like, family jokes. Like, they tell, like, dad jokes because they're dads. Or, you know... Some people tell like relationship jokes. So where does your comedy stem from? Um, well if you if you hear some of my stuff or a lot of my stuff, I talk about my family a lot. I do talk about my family, my mother, my grandmother, who was mm-hmm. probably my I probably got more jokes with my grandmother than anybody in my family. Cause she's just like outlandish for no reason. <laughs> so I I can just I don't even have to tell like most of my family stuff, I don't even have to make up anything. Right. Because it is literally this is how it happened. And I just tell that story. I don't know. It's, but for my other stuff, like the inspirations I find come from conversations for the most part. Because I talk to a lot of people. And when I talk to people, we have funny conversation. If, and if I feel like something I just said or a conversation that I set up really just, it would be a good topic for me to say on stage, then I'll then I go with it. So how do you prepare for stage? Is it? I mean, I don't know. Like, have you bombed? What? Hell yeah. Like, how did that feel? Oh, that shit sucks. Like, I'd be nervous even getting people to come here and talk to me. So, I can't imagine. Oh, that shit sucks. Like, I would probably pass out on stage. It sucks, man. It fucking sucks, bombing. It sucks. But, I mean, it's not, like, to the point where you be like, damn, I can't do this. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do feel like that, then maybe it wasn't for you. But Brian's about to ask you a question. No, I was just interested because you know you he's kind of like being he does denied. This, this leaning. Mm-hmm. You about to lean in on him. <laughs> I feel it. Hop in when you feel it, brother. Listen, it's like double dutch. Um, you gotta <laughs> bombing is is you gotta look at it like a learning experience for real, for real. You right. got to like the fact that I went up there and most of my jokes didn't work. I'm never gonna get on stage and nothing I said was funny. Okay. Uh, that that right there, that doesn't even make sense. Cause even if I start my my material's not working, then I'm going. All right, I just gotta talk to the crowd. Yeah. Cause it's not obviously whatever jokes I'm doing ain't for this crowd. How do you deal with hecklers? Have you had like a heckler experience? Not really. Not yet. Not I mean, yet. In my three and a half years, no, not really. I, Maybe once you hit like your five year mark, so I'm like, you bald ass bitch ass nigga. Oh, that's what I'm gonna like. Get. Some you talk, you talk about my head, yo. <laughs> you talk about my head. That's a, it's a wreck. But. The, you, I just took a ball. Huh? 
Then you did that on your own. Yeah, but my head is a sensitive subject for me because <laughs> I got a big head and people used to make fun. Like my whole life, I've been made fun of. So you talk on my head, I'm gonna grind you up. That's, that's just it. Even look, but you're not gonna like find your like material to get out of it. You're just gonna just attack your heckler. Um, it depends on the heckler. You should have ate that. No, that was that's disgusting. <laughs> um, it. De- it depends on the heckle, really. Like, if you say something, if you say something, a heckle is any time an audience member says something to you. Yeah. So, let's say if you have a heckle, you're like, oh, this isn't funny. Then I'm going to get you out of here. I don't like you. Uh, well, I mean, maybe I just think, sorry to hear that. Okay. Go ask for your money back. I ain't. Don't they take out? Huh? So, five years from now, you'll be in comedy eight years, right? Eight and years, let's say if somebody pay for your show... You know, and they don't like it. Isn't that kind of on them? Or you're going to be like, you can just get your money back. I'm not going to say you can get your money back. Uh-huh. I said, go ask for your money back. Uh-huh. I I'm not giving you shit because I got paid already. I'm not giving you the a goddamn thing. The check has cleared, girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving you a goddamn thing. I'm cool. Go ask them for your money back. And whether they give it to you or not, it's between you and them. So you're making mobile deposits. Yeah. I'm just I'm just delegating shit. Like, listen, you go mm-hmm. over there and handle that. I, I'm... Don't don't bother the rest of us though. Mm-hmm. We having a good time. So some actors they get into comedy. Um, so have you tried to like step? No, excuse me. Some comedians get into acting. Mm-hmm. So have you started you know being like extras or doing some local films and things of that nature? Extra work is actually my next move for real. For real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a, in like maybe a week or so. I'm going to go up maybe two weeks because that's when my uh, my job is on spring break. Uh, I'm going to go up to New York and just get myself registered and everything. And then I'm going to start doing that actively. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically, for real, for real, I changed my major in college to theater when I decided to start doing comedy. You a Shakespeare nigga, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, what is, uh... Do a monologue right now, as you like it. Go. Oh, how much more doth beauty beauty is seen by that sweet odor which truth doth give. The rose seem fair, but fair we deem by that sweet ornament which doth in it live. See, I, I ain't gonna give you the whole thing. That's 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 one. Yes, get all the nerd bitches pussy wet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some girl just adjusted her glasses and fixed the glasses. Oh my god! <laughs> so no, I was in the Shakespeare club when I was in high school. I re- I read all of his works. I'm a nerd too, so yeah. I like it. yeah. My thing is, I am. I was a theater major. I hate going to plays though. I'd much rather read it. Yeah, because sometimes the acting, like, you ever read something and then it's like, this don't sound like how I, how Imagine I it. Yeah, I'm, I, I like it better when I just read it. That's how I felt about, cool. like, a couple of things, like, some comics that I read. I'm like, why did they make this a show? They should have <laughs> called me first. <laughs> it could be how I like it. You say comics? You read comic books? I do. What's your favorite comic book? I just read anime. I read manga. It's the part of the interview. Why interview you? What's your favorite comic book? I didn't sign up for this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I read the Spider-Man series. Um, I also dabbled over in Batman. But I read, um, like, the manga. Like, uh, what's it called? The guy in the book. I always forget the name of it. One. One Piece? One Piece. Yeah, yeah. I started reading One Piece. Death Note. And I did start reading Iwashu. Okay. When they made the show definitely and I saw it, I was like, none of these characters sound the way they sound in my head. Oh yeah, that is true. And I just turned I didn't even give it a chance. I said, No. I don't like their voices. I'm real selective with with anime and manga. I am I don't know. I really don't know. My attention can't hold it. I mean it can't hold my attention. So like like I'm with Naruto, I like Naruto, I finished that jump. The, mm. I finished the manga for that, and then I, I'm reading uh, this new joint that came out called uh, My Hero Academia. Mm, I've mm. seen that. I haven't started that. Oh, that joint is lit. <laughs> that joint is so lit. It's so much out there, though. Like, Comic-Con is coming up. I want to go. See, I can't go to that. It's going to be too overwhelming? It's too much. I'm only in the two of them. Like, it's like, it's like I'm going to go there. <laughs> that is true. I'm going to be Why looking not? for them, too. And you can just get, but you could pick up some more stuff, like... I would do cosplay. My thing is, when I start getting uninterested, then I start making fun of shit. And this mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to just start looking around and just making fun of people. And maybe that's what a lot of people are doing, but I mm-hmm. don't know. So growing up, were you like, <laughs> if you were bullied, right? Just because you're a comedian, when you were bullied, did you like, you know, start making fun of, or were you like the bully? 
cracking jokes on people. I was both. I was <laughs> literally bullied every day in middle school, like three years, just bullied every day. Wow. Because of my head. They used to call me fetus. <laughs> Real right. They said my head was pregnant. So oh that was that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, yo, feed us. That was yes. it. <laughs> I'm so serious, yo. I swear, yo, like as a teacher, one of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'll give kids when you shit. I'm gonna get teachers to probably like stop. They <laughs> had to go go to the teachers. <laughs> I don't remember no teachers ever intervening. I don't remember any teachers ever too busy <laughs> You cracking the hell up over there. This shit was funny. I'm not gonna lie. Like, listen, listen. I always been in the funny shit, and that shit was genuinely funny. I was not mad. Did you tell your teachers or your no, parents? No, I ain't no bitch. Cause listen, oh my god, <laughs> listen. <laughs> not only am I gonna say something back to you, but like I said, people kept me around because I was the funny guy. So you make fun of me, but I wasn't like the oh leave them over there. Nerd boy, it was like, yo, Mark, come over here. You're like, oh, you got one of me. Yeah. About to, like, now we about to go make fun of this motherfucker. And I and I had the jokes for everybody. It didn't matter. I always had. <laughs> yeah, he said, I ain't no bitch. No, I ain't no motherfuckers. I gotta go to this school. I ain't about to uh, that's alienate funny. myself. I oh, don't know. This is the whole of my Over here cleaning up. Whew. You're funny. <laughs> That's life, man. <laughs> so, a lot of times, you know, there's a stigma in our city that basically, you know, Philly doesn't support Philly. But then the comedic scene. They got a whole hashtag. Philly support Philly. Remember that? I mean, it's a whole hashtag. It's <laughs> Philly don't support Philly too. So, do you come across that? I mean... people not supporting you within your own city? In a comedy game, mm-hmm. I don't really... I don't look at the support of anybody outside of the comedy game. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not if you're not supporting me in the comedy game, and you an actual comedian, then I mean I don't know how you can support me unless you throw me shows or something. If you're not throwing me shows, that's on you. I'm gonna find me somewhere else. Right. But uh, if uh, who are you asking? Me? Oh, oh, Philly's <laughs> <in> my fault. <laughs> I support Philly. I had a high moment. Is lost his train of thought. I had a crazy high moment. My fault. But yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a really a problem because I always thought that it was the overall consensus that you don't get love in your own city before you blow up. Hmm. Wasn't that always the case? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Meek had to go to Atlanta before he really blew up. Fuck with Ti and them. You know what I'm saying like. And you don't, I mean, that's that's always been my way of thinking since I was a young boy. Because people always said that. So when people get mad that, oh, there ain't nobody in the city showing me love, it's like, all right, cuz, because you may sound like everybody else in the city. Right. I know a motherfucker, uh, somebody just somebody just put me D. Uh, my, my man is producer. Shout out to my man Mike Giz, my man Dollar Mike. Uh, he just put me on to some boy who moved to Atlanta to do music. But you know how somebody might move somewhere and switch their style up? Mm hmm. He sound like he's still up here. Okay. Like it's straight Philly shit, and I was like, "Yo, he gonna get on down there. Mm-hmm. He's really gonna get on down there because he don't sound like this. Different. He not doing no trap shit. He just doing straight, just street music. Like, I fuck with that. So what's coming up for you? Um, because you just had a show and that's all it was. Yeah, usually, uh, I, I at a point I was getting to having shows every weekend. These past two weekends. This weekend and the weekend before that, I didn't have anything, but I got one on then my next scheduled show was on the fifteenth. Uh, Johnny Blues, actually, I just bombed there. My last. <laughs> <laughs> now you going? That's good. I know. That I ain't scared. Mm-hmm. I listen. So wait, do I'm you like? So what's your demographic? Is it you know? You freaking up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your demographic? Is it like, you know, young black people or you just want to like care to more so like a mixed crowd? Because, <clears throat> you know, like some comedians, you know, for like black millennials may, they might just not find them funny. No. Or like, you know, some white people just may not find it funny. Uh, well, when I, when I started doing comedy, somebody taught me 
that I should uh taught me how to come up with material for both demographics. Mm-hmm. For both. So um when I went to New York and I started doing actual comedy clubs. When I when I first started out in Philly, I was only doing like mics in the city, mm-hmm. you know saying shit like that, and shows in New Jersey. But when I went to New York, I started doing actual comedy clubs. Those are mostly white people. Right. You have this from here, Blunt. Yes, oh man, well listen, I ain't okay. gonna. I'll figure that out in a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's mostly white people at them joints. But uh, when I come back to Philly. It's mostly black people, and, and I'm talking about hood niggas. Like mm-hmm. they want to laugh. They want to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you, <laughs> yeah. Niggas will look at you crazy. Like why you even up there? Like they'll look at you like, what the fuck is you doing up there? Cause like and white people, they like they give you laughs. Mm-hmm. They will. They came for a good time. They paid. They're drinking. Got some drinks. Oh, oh shit! I'm laughing. We gonna laugh? <laughs> Don't even be funny. <laughs> Come on. And you can tell that you can tell if you pay attention, you can tell the laughs that are genuine and the laughs that are like, ah, like, mm-hmm. like, all right, we just gonna give you that. But uh, yeah, it's it's the difference. And I, I got uh I got some universal material, so I'm proud of myself for that at least. That's good. So I, I usually hit up both demographics. I try to stay on both sides. So did you find it more difficult, you know, for, or not more difficult, but <clears throat> where did you have the most? Fun, or where'd you get the most laughs in New York or like here in Philly? Because I know the cities are compared a lot. Like, the worst shit I ever heard was like, Philadelphia is like a smaller version of New York, which I take offense to. Why? <clears throat> it's not. New York is trash. Liber- Damn, I wouldn't say that though. I only say it to Brian because he's from New York. Oh, uh, what part are you from? Mount Vernon. Oh, you from New York? Suburbs. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say New York is just a big Philly, or Philly's just a small New York. Cause they really, if you if you've lived in both places, it's, it's totally different. Totally different. Though. It doesn't even make sense. Like, now you live in uh, I I lived in Newark, New Jersey too. That you could say is a little. That's a mix between Philly and Jersey. I mean Philly and New York. It's weird. It's really weird. New Jersey all by itself. It's just depends on what side you're on. You have New York, New Jersey, and then you have Philly. Philadelphia, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So North and South. Yeah, Camden is Philly. I don't know what the middle of Jersey is. There is no middle of Jersey. Suburbs and mansions. It's New York, New Jersey. And Philly, New Jersey. Because you got Hoboken, which is right across from New York. New York. Yeah. And North is... Right uh, across from New York. Yeah. Five stops away. Five stops. <laughs> Five. Five stops. Oh, yeah, because I wanted to see you when I was up there for April month. Yeah. But now you're back here. I am. But I'm trying to get back. I am trying to get back. To New York. Why? Why are you leaving? I like the opportunity up there. Okay. It's a lot more. Like I can literally go do three or four mics in one day. Damn, that's a lot. And there's more to be done. But you know what I'm saying if I want to work a job, I can do three to four, <laughs> three to four mics a day. You feel me? Like that's that's opportunity up there. It's, I can go to club at the club. I can go, I can just hit clubs down here. Well, I just got a card, but. Uh, it's not that many clubs down here. Yeah, it's not that many clubs, but there's but there's shows going on. Like every weekend, there's shows going on. Right. But uh, I just gotta get to them jumps. Have you done a Just Last yet? Yeah, I did do a Just Last show. Shout out to my man Ken Jones. Shout out to. Uh, hey Ken, you filthy cunt. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that's not the side of Ken I know. He's he's a gentleman and a scholar, but uh, yeah, filthy cunt too. I guess. Uh, apparently. Ken's cool, say not looking. <laughs> no, Ken, Ken's a funny boy, yo. He is. He is, he is, he is. Ken is one of the people, like, when, before I moved to New York, a lot of people that met me before I moved to New York, like, forgot who I was. Mm. So, Ken, one of the people, like, I like when I started doing stand-up, I mostly, I seen him at most of the mics I was hitting. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to him. He be around. He been working. He definitely Maybe y'all connected because, like, he has hair and you don't. So, it's like, opposites attract. I guess... I mean, I, I just shaved my head like a year ago, though. Well, I, I mean, feel like you had it forever. What, what year is it? It's the 17. It's 2017. I shaved it in 15, March of 15. Damn, two years ago. Yeah, you made it seem like it was only a year ago. Two yeah. years is a long time. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. You got to let go of the things that ain't that ain't holding on to you. So do you feel like that kind of like supports your image? My like, boy. Are there any bald comedians? Yeah. I mean, like bald and white men. Hell yeah. They all go bald at one point. At some point, you do that. 
Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Uh, I can't think of an old comedian with hair. Maybe I can. Who's your favorite comedian? John Witherspoon. John Wilson still got his hair. Yeah. He still yeah, got, he his got his hair. I, I feel like, yeah, he do got it. Shout Eddie out to John Wilson. Eddie Murphy still got his hair. Who? Eddie he, Murphy. I mean, that's that's not for the debate. Chappelle still uh, got his hair. Chappelle? Chappelle don't got no hair. He oh, no, he don't. He's bald. He's bald. He's bald. But he's not really old. Yes, he is. Never mind. He's like 50. My favorite comedian. Yeah. Give me your top five. Ooh. Uh, Wait, can I interject? Top five that's not... Mainstream and then top five that's like that's top mainstream. Top, yeah. Uh, main, mainstream I feel like is up for debate, but you can you can tell me whether I'm mainstream or not. All right, not mainstream top five, Steve Martin. Uh, let me see, not mainstream, Patrice O'Neill. Yes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Patrice, definitely. He cool. died. Whoa. He been dead since for 09. a while now. What? Oh nine, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure it was 09, 08 or 09. It's 09. 09, yeah. Because he passed away, like, suddenly. Like, yeah. it, wasn't, well, I mean, it wasn't expected. Yeah, he's yeah, a big dude, expected. though, man. Yeah, he was, he but... He's a big dude. Most men are... A lot of men are big, but you just... You weren't expecting it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, rest in peace, Patrice. I would man. consider him mainstream. He had the thing on Comedy Central. I mean, I don't... Yeah, that's why I said it's up to, up Yeah, he has shorties watching shorties. Cause a lot of a lot of comedians would say that Patrice O'Neill is really a comedian's comedian. Mm -hmm. Unless you really are into comedy like that. Yeah. Most 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 people didn't didn't know him for real. Yeah. Like Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb was one of my favorite comics. But he is people don't give him that opportunity because <laughs> he's raw as fuck. He he'll say whatever, you know what I'm saying? But he you know what I'm saying he his get his is dark. He like, yo, you gotta I'll be it's dying. triggering. Like I always wanted to be a comedian like that, but I can't do it. I don't think I got the face for it. First shit. of all, I can't. I can't be that asshole. The women in your life who care about you, they gonna cut you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they gonna cut your face. <laughs> he be saying some wild shit, yo. All right, so you said you said Steve Martin. I said Steve Martin, Patrice O'Neill, Corey Holcomb. But isn't wait? That's what I'm saying. Steve I don't, Martin, that's the white guy, right? Tony, uh, Tony Woods, huh? Steve Martin. Am yeah. I thinking about the right person? She was about a dozen. He did the jerk. He's like a prominent actor. <laughs> Doug, if you look back, but he Steve started Martin, in comedy. If you look back, Steve Martin low key changed the comedy game. Yeah. Like literally, he he was one of the first to take. No, my man literally got off the stage and walked, took the whole audience outside with him. Finish the show outside. He one of the first comedians to do the like. He'll start saying something. And he'll tell a joke, and like he'll hit the punchline, but he'll keep talking like he ain't just say the shit he just said. <laughs> mm. I like me? I like comic like that <laughs> like the comic undertone. He put that out there like Steve Martin was low key a genius, yo. Shit like that. Uh, who else did I say? I, uh, I don't know. Like I you said, take, it's uh, hard for me Steve to say Martin. Not mainstream. You heard Alonzo Bullitt? Yeah, he's, so, I, that's one of my favorites. Corey Holcomb. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. Yeah, I wanted to go to the show, but they, they're expensive. Fuck. That was three. Yeah, he's funny as hell. Uh, I like Ali Sadiq, too. He's hilarious. Ali Sadiq is funny. He's like, no, he's, he really is. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you consider him mainstream oh, or not? No. No, I would put him as like, I would say he's like uh like a up there comedian. But he, I don't think he want to go mainstream. Just because you, the love isn't still there. Like, I don't know. All right, so that's four. That's four. Did I put, I, I wouldn't put, I, I don't know. That's what's fucking me up. I'm naming people that if I could name, if I could really think of, like if I had a list of people who are mainstream and not mainstream, at least the deep probably wouldn't make my top five. But I can't think of who you would consider not mainstream. This is just in your opinion, though. In my opinion, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. It's not our opinion. It's yours. All right. Uh, Brian didn't specify. <laughs> so we blaming Brian? Yes. Now? You just throw this, throw this man under the bus. He controlling the boards and everything. You know what you do. <laughs> and just threw this. Listen, y'all don't know how Brian treats me every day. Oh, no, seriously. <laughs> like, is this documented on the podcast or this mistreatment? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now I gotta listen back and find. Listen, out. you got just, just every episode is something new. For who? 
<laughs> that I did. No, because you always doing something. Do y'all always have guests or do y'all usually do it or do y'all sometimes do it together? We always have guests. Always um, have but guests. sometimes we do bonus episodes where it's just the two of us. Yeah. And then you'll hear how <laughs> We've done like two episodes. How he treats me. Like, I wish I could just publish our text messages. <laughs> and how he talked to me crazy. Y'all was here. She's not saying much, but y'all here. From the Juice Radio Show. And he was just talking to me so crazy. Like... He hit me on. <laughs> you making me seem like oh I'm abusive God. in the <laughs> like. And next week, domestic violence <laughs> on the Expressive Trinity. Alright, sorry to interrupt your answer. But who else would you name? Yeah, you got one more. Yeah, you got one more. I got one more. Alright, I'll just throw somebody out there. Don't um, just throw somebody out there. I, I can't. I mean, it. I'm telling you, it's really bothering me when you. This whole mainstream not. Well, just your, well, just your favorite then. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to give you the last non mainstream one. Uh,. I thought this was your mainstream list. Nah. No. No. At least the deep. I missed it. Can't no. even mention the grace yet. Yeah. We ain't even <laughs> talk about count. it. We ain't even talk about it. Would you consider Bill Burr? Bill Burr is now, I feel like, mainstream. I feel like I, I wouldn't consider her mainstream. You wouldn't consider mainstream? Mm-hmm. Bill Burr is my my favorite nine. Well, uh, b- behind Patrice O'Neill, Steve Martin, Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. He's but, funny. No, Bill Burr is... Cause he fucking crazy. He is, yo, the shit he that goes on in his head reminds me so much of the shit that goes on in my head. It's like, yo, he's fucking. Crazy. That's why I listen to his podcast, yo. I'll be like, yo, this motherfucker. Is I feel crazy like if I had to name comedians, like people who I can just watch, cause some comedians like I can't stomach, like Patrice, not Patrice O'Neill, but Corey Holcomb. Cause I just be want to read his ass, like yo, you're a fucking idiot. Like I just want to curse him out. But I'll say my favorite comedian definitely at least would be fucking RNSJ. Oh, RNSJ is a fool. RNSJ funny to me. I I liked him better back in the day though. Mm. He was fucking hilarious. He's a fool. Him and Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts funny shit. Oh, I just like foolishness, and that's what they (laughs) represent. Foolishness. Him, Bill Burr. I definitely like Louis C.K. Um, cause Louis C.K. be saying anything. <laughs> I've, I've actually never heard stand up from Louis C.K. It's your life. Uh, people just been hyping him, and I just been people just oh, and he said this, and he said that. I'm like, all right. he, no, listen, I would just say Louis C.K. mainstream because he been doing comedy for like no. all his life. He hit, he did MSG, and he like a hundred years old. He performed at MSG. It's it's a rap. He's mainstream. Plus, he's like a thousand. So <laughs> he was around like. When Richard Pryor first came, like, back in the 70s, I feel like that's when he was just gearing up. Like, he old. Like, he's old. All right. That's your five? No. I don't have my name. Three? You ain't four. I said, at least it'd be Tony Roberts, Ernest J. Oh, yeah, was my five. Okay. I'm trying to think, who else do I like? And, oh, how do you talk about women in comedy? Mm. Like, a lot of people say women aren't funny. And I've heard this <laughs> so many Times. Listen, I had a boy tell me, he was like, Yo, tell you really the funniest girl I ever like dated. And I was like, What do you mean? He's like, Cause bitches really aren't funny. He was like, Yo, bitches not funny. And he's like, You know, like girls would be trying to say shit, you're like, That's funny. He's like, No, but like, you really be having me cracking up. So, like, you're you have a significant other. I do. Does she make you laugh? I tell my girl all the time. She be like, am I funny? I say, you goofy. She's goofy. Like, the shit she does. But does she make me laugh? Yeah, I laugh at her. But it's like. <laughs> I laugh at her. I do. No, like. I do. Why are you bullying her? Girl, <laughs> get out. Yo, it I, is places for you to go. I be. Yo, if she does shit all the time. And then she just look at me. I be like. That's it. Yeah, you know you you know what you did. It was just. It's, <laughs> yo, she's funny, yo. So, yeah, uh, as far as female comedians go, I have a lot of friends who are female comedians. Uh, I, I do think there are funny female comics out there. What I think a lot of female comics try to do... Say women. Fe- yo, you don't like female? 
Oh yeah. Oh, I gotta ask you. About Yo, it's that so too. crazy how it's selective. We're not getting into that. No, 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 no. Y'all no, are no. very selective because y'all will not refer to each other as. What female, did I just say? Right? No, I just asked this off my chest. Yo, what did I just say? We're not getting into this right now. Yo, shout out. Yo, my man was sleep this whole podcast and popped right up. First of all, I want to know why y'all was. Yo, he hopped right into this conversation. I'm with you, bro. I want. I want to know too. But oh, I gotta finish this. I gotta finish this. I gotta finish this. As far as female comics go, I do think they're funny ones, but I think a lot of them just try to do the whole, uh, well, the only way I can explain it is like how Bill Burr said it. He was like, the, uh, it's like a, they do like a dick joke, almost. Mm. They're basically talking about fucking, you talking me. about your pussy, <laughs> you talking about your pussy and all that. That's basically, a, that's like when a guy gets up and do, starts doing dick jokes. It's the same shit. So I feel like, I like the ones who are clever. So do you have like a list of female com- like lady comedians who you would listen to, like who you would watch? Who I would watch? I I would watch all of them. I no, like who you who you would say like, I like her comedy. Uh, like I find Leslie Jones to be hilarious. I when she said her first date would be a basketball game, like nigga, see if you could dunk on me. That shit was funny. I never just watched Leslie Jones. I heard she was funny. Though. She's I did funny. Heard she was funny. Uh, I like some more. I think some more is funny as fuck. But do you think it's because like you know those women aren't like your traditional, like they aren't seen as traditional beauties. Like Leslie Jones, like eight feet tall, and she dark skin. Eight feet. You think? Are you asking me? Is and, like some more is dark skin. Like they're able to laugh at themselves for like their non traditional. Um, no, funny light skin people. <laughs> Why are you doing it, Tell? I'm not doing it. I'm not. For example, like <laughs> Monique. She would make jokes about her size. Or like, um, Lunel. She would talk about, like, how she looked in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like, so these aren't your, like... Like, and all those women are beautiful. But they're not, like, your... Like, what society puts in front of us. So do you think that kind of plays into their comedy? Um, no. I don't. Because I think, uh, when you get on stage, I can honestly say, it, it all comes up to what you say. No matter what you look like, I seen motherfuckers get up and their hand was like this the whole time, hand all fucked up, and they they didn't talk about it not one time. Mm-hmm. Like what they I, mean, I seen a disabled comedian and she was funny as shit. Yeah, I think she had Down syndrome and <laughs> she was making jokes about the fact that she had Down syndrome. And like at first I felt bad for laughing, but I'm like, no, she said it, so like I don't care. This yeah. shit. <laughs> I can laugh. I can laugh because she said she made it okay. Like Yeah, it's all about your words when you get on stage. Okay. Now right. about this word female. Not getting into <laughs> this is an interview for you to be featured with us because I felt as though you carried a nice presence within the city. Appreciate and that people deserve to hear from you and that they need to hear your comedy. And go check you out, Lizav. I appreciate that. I do. No, you don't. I do. I would not appreciate you. Just like ass thing on my nerves. <laughs> anyway. God damn it. I messed up my notebook. Y'all let me mess up my notebook. We let you mess up. You did. Because I didn't have anything like in my hands. I'll get you a new notebook. Tell you. You want a new notebook? I can't, man. This is my AmeriCorps notebook. Well, I served 10 months in AmeriCorps. That was like the hardest 10 months of my life. Well, shit, they can't give you another one? I'm going to find out. I'm going back over there on Friday. I might just take one. Like, <laughs> go to AmeriCorps office and get one. What happened with you in school? What school? You said you, you said you stopped. Like, do you plan on going back? Or um, that's dead? I don't know. I'm a, the truth is, man, like, I only got, I only got a year left. Um... I thought about going back, but my only real reason was so I could stop my student loans from coming in. <laughs> that is a good reason. <laughs> you can't even just stay taking classes forever. <laughs> yeah, just kind of keep it from coming in. Let me finish this shit out. Why not? Another year. But uh, then I thought about that. I'm like, that's going to be the same thing that happened before. I was up there. I was doing all right. I wasn't doing terrible. Yeah. But I was, uh, I was up there and my mind wasn't in it. My heart wasn't in. I was really thinking, like, how do I start doing comedy? I was trying to get to Harrisburg. Girl, heart is in it. Oh, did you tell me so? What do you say? 
I don't know. She she <laughs> tail just breaks out in song. Y'all gotta like get older. That's a classic. Yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. I I couldn't get to Philly to do comedy because I had class. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get to Harrisburg because I had class the next day. Too too late to be there. You know what I'm saying like it was just crazy. So I I decided listen if this is really what I want to do and I'm claiming this I'm telling people that this I need to go home where I can do it and work a plan. Right. And that's when I came up with New York. Boom. All right, got to start saving. Got to get to New York. Here. So that that's really what made me decide to leave because I wanted to do comedy and I didn't want to be stuck somewhere where I couldn't do it. Mm, that's fair. So I have two questions. Wait. Damn. So how do you feel about... What? I'm fucking with you. I, I, say, I, I is, like instigating shit. This is my so. show. Don't get out. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to come between what we have. Yeah, I'm okay? Brian puts up with my shit every day. As he should. Do you mind if I ask my question real quick? Go ahead. Thank you. You happy now? <laughs> um, so it's a lot of political correctness out here. Yes, it is. As of late. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of like, because even with the whole like female or woman type thing, y'all was about to come for me. <laughs> I had to shut it down. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm not ready to argue with y'all niggas just yet. Um, you get yourself yeah, I gotta prep for it. I understand. Eh? So, you know, a lot of people are like very PC, and a few comedians have been under attack, like for making jokes about things that shouldn't be funny. So like, it's like rape jokes, or like race jokes, and things of that nature. So do you? Do you incorporate those type of things into your act? You know, if you don't, would you? Even though you might come under fire for it, you know, like, how would you, I'm sorry, though, how would you handle that? Um, I mean, I've tried a lot of material that was what you would call edgy. And, I mean, it just, maybe I'm just not at that point in my career where I know how to work it. Or it just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like most of my material is just fun, and it's it's like, oh, this happened, and I'm looking at you like, what the fuck? And that, you know what I'm saying that's that's me just telling about how I go through life and shit just happens. So uh, I I don't really incorporate that kind of shit. But when I've tried it, not all of it's work. Like I I talk about uh, even some light shit. Like I, I used to tell a joke uh, about about how I envy how I envy lesbians. Tell it. Well, alright, I was, but you, you just, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I used to tell a joke about how I envy lesbians because if my dick wasn't attached to me, I probably would have lost that shit a long time ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like, like, <laughs> and, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a funny concept. And when you sit on the stage, you start talking about lesbians. I think I used to say dykes. When you start saying dykes, they start throwing that around and that's talking about That's where you lost. That's where everybody started right. looking like, damn, dog. You just going, like, you mad offensive. Like, but this is the funny thing, though. Everybody individually probably goes outside and says that themselves. But when everybody get in a room together, nobody want to hear that. Because they're like, oh, damn, there might be somebody in the room that takes But it maybe it's because you're not a woman either. I think they're really. No, I'm not just talking about that word. I'm saying like oh, shit general. like that. Yeah, words like that, like shit like that. If you everybody go outside and say something like that, but then come to a comedy club and they'll be offended because I just got on stage and said it. Social, social. What is it called? Social media warriors. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just how the psychology plays in mm-hmm. a in a comedy show. That was your cue to jump in with your questions. Oh. Yeah, man. He got, oh. he got me on Twitter and shit. Right. Don't even <laughs> ask him. We're ending it now. Just cut it off. All right. Well, I'm going to ask my question whenever. So, we're waiting. Give us a journey of how you became a comedian. Like, from the start. Like, what did you have to do? Because maybe there's some people out there that want to get into it and they don't know what to do or how to start. Like, how'd you start going to comedy clubs? Do you have a manager? Um, no, I don't have a manager. I'm um, a manager. <laughs> well, listen, they say, they say, uh, let a manager or an agent come to you. Don't ever, don't ever go looking for one. That's the first advice I'm going to give to anybody. Don't Who's ever here? go looking for one. <laughs> you a manager, tell I am here. We'll talk business after the podcast. <laughs> That's fine. We can do that. But, uh, yeah, don't ever go looking for a manager. Let them come to you because if, if you're not their number one priority, then they're going to put you on a back burner. And you don't want that. Uh, how I got started, 
like I said, I left school, not suggesting that, but I left school and I went home and uh, I started looking for open mics. There's a website and that's for any city you're in called Bad Slava, B-A-D-S-L-A-V-A dot com. And uh, basically, you go in there, put whatever city you're in, look up open mics, comedy, and it'll show you all the open mics in the city, what time, what days, I'm saying everything, who to hit up to get on there, how to get on the list, everything. So uh, I started doing that, started going to mics all over the city, any mic I could go to. I had a car back then, so uh, I, I just was going to any mics I could find. And then I found out about a school that teaches, uh, it was like sketch writing, it teaches acting, it teaches uh, comedic writing, shit like that. So I was like, yo, I might as well check this school out. So I really started doing the research. And again, I'm not suggesting you find a comedy school or anything like that because you could do this yourself. It's not really, I, I didn't learn anything at that school. I couldn't have did myself. It just kind of put the information right in front of me and mm. showed me where to find it. But uh, you basically, I mean, what I did was I uh, went to the school, I moved to New York, went to the school, and while I was there, I was hitting every spot, like I was in Philly, hitting every spot I could. And uh, then I started finding connections to different shows and different comedy clubs, like real actual clubs. So then I got a sh I found out about a, a, I forget what it was called, like a Rising Star show, some, something like that, mm -hmm. in Gotham Comedy Club's Vintage Room. It's like the little, it's not the main stage, it's like a little room they got in the basement. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we did that joint, and uh, it went crazy. Um, I did that one, it went crazy. And uh, I just started doing shows like that over and over again. Just basically, wherever you are, work your city. That's so how you do it. Work you your like city. calling them, emailing, and just say, hey, I'm a comedian, I'm trying to perform. No, um, most of the things I got into were from people I met. Okay. Just out there, again, doing the comedy, uh, open mics, meeting random people. They'd be like, yo, I got a show coming up over here at Eastville. You want to do these? And then basically, I do that one show, kill that show. Now, next thing you know, yo, I got another one coming up. Yo, we can pay you for this one. We give you half the door. This one. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, people start looking out for you when you when you start showing them that you got good quality. In New York, that's, that's a lot. Like, some people want you to do the, you got to bring a lot of people. But most people are looking for quality comedians because it's a lot of people out there. So you're looking for the best of the best. Okay, that makes sense. Down here, a lot of people are looking for how many people can you bring through. Mm, okay. Not everybody. There's, a, there's some good comedians that really don't give a fuck about who you bring it through. They're looking, they looking for quality, but there's a lot of them that want you to bring that crowd through. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't do that, it's like, why are you showing up? So, I mean, I don't know. It depends on who you are. And, again, if they know you, they might just throw you on. It, again, just got to work your city, be known, get to know people, put your name out there. That's what I do. I hit up everybody. I hit up everybody. I don't give a fuck. I hit up Steve Harvey. I hit up uh, motherfucking uh, Clint Cooley. Steve I Harvey up. really be putting people on, yo. Keep hitting him up. Yeah, I, I'm hitting <laughs> every day. Email. Every day. Everybody. Hit me up every day. I might just answer him one day. I hit up Spank one day. Spank gave me some crazy advice. I was, shout out to Spank. That's the thing. Yeah, like, I hit up everybody, yo. I don't care. Like, well, I hit up Nick Cannon, too. In Charlemagne, they always put in niggas on. That's what I'm saying. Like, people like Charlemagne, I don't know how Charlemagne can put me on. Like, unless I got, that's like doing shit like with the Breakfast Club. I, I wouldn't go there. Like, I wouldn't put. He could just retweet your link, and that's. Yeah. If that's he watches something. it, though. Yeah. I got, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, or shout you out on the podcast. Right. Very like, true. I watched this young comedian coming up, or he might link you to, uh, what's his name, Gerard Carmichael. His stand-up was funny. I didn't watch that one yet. It was Check funny. it out. Yeah, it was I, The commercial was funny. I was just like, uh, I don't like watching too many different comics. Is that like a, is that like an issue? I know some comedians and say like, you really don't want to run the risk of stealing nobody else's shit. Yo, it's so weird, yo. Like, I, I, I just, I'm so afraid that I'll be sitting there writing something and then like a certain punchline might just come to my head 
and and I've watched so many different comics. I, it's, it might just be in my head from back then. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't want that. That's why I, I just don't even fuck with it. The ones I listen to are the ones I've already heard. Mm-hmm. I think I was listening to somebody talk, and they were just like, one of these big comedians used to do that. Used to go to like small comedy clubs, take their jokes, and use it for his own. And they want to know who it came from because they're not known. Bro, when I tell you, that has been my biggest... Like, like <laughs> bro, I moved back here... I'm not going to say no names or nothing because that ain't, that ain't the kind of boy I am. Say the name. I ain't going to do that. But I moved say back here. I moved back here to do a certain a certain spot. Like I'm saying that that does comedy clubs consistent. I mean comedy shows consistently. So I was going to go there, and that, that was my plan. So I moved back, started doing it, and somebody took one of my jokes, and this person's there all the time. You feel me? Oh, so they've been watching you. So they've been watching me. So it's like, now you getting up there, people already know you. Now you you doing my joke. What I'm going to do? I'm going to get up there and do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's dead. So, and I, I ain't about to fight you over no joke. That's that's quiet. I could write another one, but it shows me that you can't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then another time, like two weeks ago, I'm on Instagram. I'm, I'm, I see some bull. I did a show with one time. Did a show with him once. I'm going through his journal. I click on the video. I'm like, let me see how he been doing. I hear him doing his material. I'm like, yeah, he got a little better. Then he starts setting up a joke. I'm like, yo, this sounds familiar. Then he gets to the punchline. I'm like, yo, this nigga just did my joke. <laughs> and he did that joke. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm sitting there with my girl. I'm like, yo, you heard that? She's like, yeah, that's yours. I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I remember back to when I did the show with him. That's the first time I ever did that joke on stage. Like, I was trying that joint out when mm, I did that show with him. That's grimy. So he grabbed that joint from the. Baby stage is like, yeah, this is mine. Like, I'm like, damn, dog. Well, he thought she was gonna fucking forget. Yeah, he I mean, he, he some boy in New York, so I ain't probably ain't never gonna run into this motherfucker again. Yeah, but then I ain't never gonna run into this motherfucker again. I don't care. Well, I was like, everybody would have thought it was. I would went. I would went to every show and met him outside. Square up, bitch. <laughs> like we fighting. I don't give like a fuck. Like I said, I ain't about to fight you over jokes. Cause if, I could write more. Nah, it's the principle. Like I'm I can to write more jokes. I don't bro. care. I don't care. I'm petty. I'm fighting you. I don't care. <laughs> so you like sit on your days off and just write a lot of jokes and just... Hell no. I wish I, <laughs> I, wish I could, man. I'm not that guy. Like, I'm I'm trying to learn how to be that guy. Uh, I, I really let shit... Like I said, if it, I do a lot of conversations. I talk to a lot of people. I talk to certain people, like my grandmother, again, because she'll say some shit that attracts <laughs> me. Uh, I talk to my, my dad. My dad is one of the funniest people I ever met in my life, and it actually probably two jokes. He's not a comedian, so it don't matter. It don't matter, but it probably two jokes I've done on stage and shit that he said to me, and it just had me dying. Like I was like, yeah, I'm saying that. Your dad better tell you to square up. Your dad's gonna listen to jokes. He's gonna like, all right, square up. He's gonna show up at your apartment. Hey son, how you doing? You gonna be all ready to go to lunch with your dad, and he gonna knock you the fuck out. My daddy, why you? Because you stole my joke. Stole nigga. my shit, nigga. So you basically just use your life experiences to say, "Oh, I can use that as a joke," and then write it down. Yeah, and I mean, I'm at the point where I don't know everything that works for me, or else I'll be able to sit down and write. But when I hear something that works, that I know was gonna work for me, it's usually right. So I mean, is, that makes sense. It's yeah. probably kind of like freestyle rapping, like in a sense. Do you just kind of go with the flow, like turn up the top of your head? Because you said you. You just kind of listen out to see, like, that could work. That could not work. Like, are you, like, winging it? You mean when I'm on stage? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, not necessarily winging it. I mean, you have material, but is it mostly, like, I got this material, but let's just start it and then build upon it and, like, see where it goes. It depends on the show. Usually, that's how it is. Like, I, like I'll like i start doing something. Can you tell him what we still recording? Can you tell him what? I already told him. Yeah, I'll start my fuck. <laughs> I start doing something and uh, and like that joke might not work, and that was like part of the set I had planned. I'm like, all right, I gotta switch it up, do another mm-hmm. set, or like switch the whole setup because I see that this crowd is not with this type of material. You know what I'm saying like you gotta you gotta put small feelers out, just small mm-hmm. ones, so you know like like where they at mentally or where they at emotionally, so yeah. you don't start saying shit. Like I used to, when I started out, yo, I was reckless. I went to a, a dick jokes at a kid's birthday party. <laughs> I, I went to I went to a 
a poetry open mic. Oh God! Right, filled with women and bunch of deep ass people. Yeah, deep ass people started talking about uh, what was it, child abuse or something oh, like God. that. It was just like, and the jokes was funny because the com- other comedians that was with me was dying. But the, everybody else was like, no, they was not with We it, have bro. children. Yeah. Fuck. Like, that's the thing, man. Like, it's, it's funny, man. But, yeah, you learn that. Mm. You just learn to know your audience. Is there a way to protect your material? Like, copyright itself? Another comedian does try to do that? I feel like I would have to. I mean, I don't. I'm starting to learn all that shit, like, different copyrighting shit. Like, somebody told me if I do my shit. Like, if I do something like, uh, start doing all my comedy on Facebook Live or something like that, then I could publish that, and the next thing you know, that's my shit. Um, I'm not about to start doing get that. Get you an entertainment lawyer when yeah. you start the blow up. Nah, that's that's that. bread. Let yeah. them deal with everything. I don't want that headache, man. I already got one talking about it right now, so I, oh, I don't entertainment lawyer? <laughs> yeah. An entertainment lawyer? No. What? When you say, once you get, if you get an entertainment lawyer who is just, like, on deck for you... Then you don't even have to like worry about it. But that's bread you got put up right there. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's bread. It's not a lot. But I mean, if you got management, then they'll. Yeah. They, yeah they if you have a manager, they'll have everything yeah. set up for you. Also, learn the difference between the agent and the manager. If mm-hmm. you don't already know, learn that. The agent will take all your bread. No, agents. Uh, in the comedy game, at least agents. I think get ten percent in a in I mean and no more than ten percent in a mm-hmm. uh, in a manager to get like fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned at least. But you want nobody run out on you? Send <laughs> you to a random club like all right, bro. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna I, ride to get back. <laughs> I, I got my ten percent. Right, see. thanks, nigga. <laughs> Let's see, uh, I'm hey, the next one right now. Hey, leave your car with me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that I like I be hearing stories uh comics uh going back like going back in time and thinking about when they used to do shows and people didn't pay them or, mm-hmm. or they used to give them like show them on the bread or something like that. I'm like, yo, I, I can't wait for them days, man. Like wait, that, that mean I'm getting work. Like <laughs> yo, I, I was thinking about that. Like, is that weird? Uh-huh. I can't wait for niggas to be trying to short me on my money because that uh-huh. means I'm building. That's important. Right? That means you're doing something right. Yeah, that, that means you know your value and they trying to cut you off. But man. I'm going to hit the fight you. I'm ready. Hey, no, that's when we got to rumble. You, you, you taking money out of my pocket. We got to rumble. I'm coming to rumble. your mom's house and I'm going to fight your mom. <laughs> now, now what? <laughs> nah, you're going to fight your grandma. Niggas love their grandma. Yeah, that's niggas live for their grandma. I'm knocking your grandma here. <laughs> That's sad. People running. I'm a, you hit my grandma? No. You hit my grandma? I'm a FaceTime. Not <laughs> this your grandma? Right. After I eat, after I eat her pie, because grandma be making mad sweet potato pies and good food and shit. I'm coming over for dinner. Yeah. I'm gonna hang out with her. We gonna play bid with, and I'm gonna knock her the fuck out. <laughs> like, end of story, nigga. And I tricked your grandma. You gonna, that's and I'm gonna go to your childhood room and stand on your fucking race car bed. Like, fuck that. <laughs> oh, you took it here, bitch. I'm going there. I'm going there. That's Where can people find you at? Thank you so much for coming through and hanging out with us. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. you can find me Lavar Labs. That's L E V A R. L A F F S. Cause you know niggas can't spell last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No nigga, you can't spell last. <laughs> 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 it's it's like wrong. a spell check. <laughs> so uh yeah, that's Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, Marcus Lavar. Uh I gotta spell my first name. That's the last name. L E V A R. And your first name, because somebody saw Marcus real weird oh my god i've like got a k or yo or people have asked stuff. me the dumbest shit yo marcus with a marcus with a, a k marcus with a q marcus with a v somebody what? said marcus with a y I'm yeah. like why the, where's the y at it's you silent it's silent just spell it out <laughs> people stupid yo somebody get on my it's mark marcus now it's the lie is silent people so stupid marcus now it's marcus people stupid but yeah m-a-r-c-u-s L E V A R, that's my name. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, and uh, check out the Lavar Labs podcast. That's uh, yeah. You. Check out my episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Tell on the Lavar Labs podcast. Is that I put that up? Did you? It's on YouTube now. It's oh, on okay. YouTube you didn't now. Me that. No, no. Hey, that's right. I <laughs> listen. 
Listen, yo, I run into so much shit with this podcast shit. It's okay. I run into so much shit with SoundCloud and all this shit. So now, listen, podcast is on YouTube. Hey. The podcast is, uh, is going to come out every Wednesday. Me and my co-host, Breezy the Gent. You got a co-host now? Niggas got a co-host now. Uh, yeah. Everybody got a co-host. Everybody got a co-host. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I still have my solo episodes. But uh, a lot of the episodes are gonna be old ones because, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I ran into a lot of problems with it. So I'm releasing them on top of the ones that I'm dropping every Wednesday. Check you out. Yeah. Shout out to my old co-host. Hey Jay, I love you, boo. Hey. Co-host and partner. I was I was going to ask you. I'm like, I swore your co-host was a girl. You told me that. Mm-hmm. And and I came in and this is Brian. <laughs> I'm just penis. the engineer. <laughs> my co-host is a lady boy named Brian. Oh my god. Is that another conversation we get into? No, let's end this. Let's, let's not end this. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, friends. Adios.